This is episode 27 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to another episode of Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and I am here with Britt Alvarud. Britt, how are you today? I'm good, Bella. Thanks for having me on with you. Absolutely. Some of uh, my listeners may remember you back from a couple episodes ago where we shared nine awesome apps for your pet business. And we had so much fun that I wanted to bring you back on again today. And we are going to talk about a hot topic of this industry. And that is the great debate. There's a lot of hmm, friction, yet togetherness, yet just this explosion. The economy has made this whole area of pet sitters, dog walkers, dog boarders through all of these different website applications, I'll call them. And when I say website apps to everyone listening, I mean the dog vacays, Rover, Wag, Zinni, Ziggy, Zinni, I don't know, there's so many of them. And basically what I mean is those places where you can sign up to be a pet sitter and start taking dogs into your home that night or the next day, you know. And you don't really necessarily have to have your own business, your own website, your branding, your logo, your marketing. I'm going to call those folks the independent pet sitters. I've been listening to a lot of them lately, and they've been saying, Britt, that's what they want to be called. So I said, okay, because before we used to say, like, the professionals versus the hobby sitters, and that didn't go over well. So I'm going to call them the website sitters and the independent pet sitters. So, Britt, why do you think so many small business owners are intimidated by the large powerhouses that have entered the market in the last few years? Well, I would say that it's just really kind of shaking up the industry a lot, as you said. So a lot of these big companies, they think, like up in Silicon Valley or these other ones, they go and raise a whole bunch of money, millions and millions of dollars for capitalists. And they think that they can just create a website or an app and then all of a sudden, suddenly have this huge, huge pet sitting company, which they have done. But with that millions of dollars, they're able to have a humongous marketing and advertising budget and have billboards up and just spend a ton of money acquiring dog walkers and customers. And the thing that's kind of rubbing small business owners the wrong way is that, you know, we just simply don't have millions of dollars to promote our small business for maybe some of us for 10, 15 years. And we've just worked so hard to build our businesses and to command the the pricing that we do that then it just kind of sucks that all of a sudden these big companies come out with millions in backing and they're able to totally drive down the pricing and they're paying people as independent contractors and not as employees and oh my gosh I could go on and on but yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's a loaded question isn't it I mean it's basically like on one hand I kind of feel like there is no excuse for anyone in this world to ever have to be on government assistance like if they're well bodied and able to work right because we could right now Brett order someone to come to our home and clean it We could order someone to come to give us a massage, to do a glam squad. We could order pet sitters. We could order a car. We could order so many things with these online apps. And they're sourcing just people out there that want to be hustlers. And I I think it's great 
because these people also might not have known or wanted to actually start their own independent pet business where they had to go through all of the things that we really do need to go through. And so it's kind of like instant. It's this instant economy that started. And for the consumer, it could be a great thing, but it also could be a really bad thing. So the small business owners, on one hand, you have people that are upsetted or unrattled by these newcomers into the industry. And then you've got the other part that's like, <laughs> We're two different things. It's like Bentley and IKEA. You know, it's two different products. They do the same thing, kind of, but you have different experiences. So, Britt, do you think that they're really disrupting the industry, or do you think it's a matter of how you look at it or who you ask, maybe? Let's talk about the disruptive part. Do you think it's a disruption? It's a disruption to small business owners as the pricing and also because the competition. So, for instance, with Dog Vacay, I think it's only like $40 per night for somebody to watch your dog. And for my small business, Dogs Energy, we have insurance. We pay our workers' comp insurance. We have to pay taxes on that. We have to match payroll taxes. And we also have managers that are overseeing everyone. So like you said, I guess we're the Bentley, but we're having to charge $100 per night for pet sitting in San Diego in order to keep our pet sitters happy and keep our clients happy. So the price difference is huge. And so there are people who still want to pay for the Bentley and make sure that somebody is extremely professional who's been doing it for 10 years like we have who is overseeing the pets that are, you know, while they're out of town, you know, manager is there in case they need to step in because there's an emergency. So they really are paying for, I would say, the premium service. But at the same time, it's not really fair because, you know, these other big companies, they're not paying payroll taxes. They're not offering workers' comp if that person gets hurt. So it's just kind of the gray area. And, you know, I could, as a small business owner, I could just do that and I could just have independent contractors as well, but I want to protect myself personally and I also want to protect the people that work for me so that if there is an accident because we are working with animals that they're taken care of. So it's kind of a great debate. (laughs) It sure is. It sure is. I mean, I can see both sides of it and I'm going to go the other way and I'm going to say that it's not a disruption. I think it's a disruption personally to the small business owners, but I think And I've been challenged with this over the 14 years of growing my pet sitting company. Every time someone would come close to me or my brand or how I did things, I would use that and channel it into almost not rebranding, but making myself even more different so that if they copied me, it would be so obvious that they did. And I also think of another story, Britt. My husband, I love him, but he, Britt, thinks, that if we were to walk into the mall and go to the guest store and buy a guest t-shirt for $65, 100% cotton with all these embellishes on it, <laughs> that if we were to go to the guest store and spend that kind of money on a t-shirt, that it was good quality and it'll last a long time. He does not think that the same t-shirt that we could find in Ross or TJ Maxx, you know, after it didn't sell in the main store and it's kind of maybe gone down or overstock or whatever reason it ends up there, that it's the same quality because and only because that same T-shirt is now twelve ninety nine. So it's 
kind of funny to me. I think that there's a perceived value that a lot of people have when they see a price. And it doesn't mean anything. It's not truth. I mean, I think that there's a lot of lower costing pet sitters that are just as good as the higher costing pet sitters. But I think it's really a consumer's perceived value. And if you can know that those are the kind of clients that you're going after as an independent pet sitter, then when, not to be all political, but quote Michelle Obama, when they go low, we go high, you know? I mean, okay, so they come in, they undercut. So let's put our costs a little higher. That means more profit. That means more money to pay your staff if you wanted to. You know, it means almost a more healthy and strong business. Long term, it's not feasible for someone to be charging, as we know, such a small amount of money for a long time because you get burnt out. The longevity isn't there. So it's weird. It's kind of like it might be disruptive, but I think it's only disruptive if the pet business owner allows it to be disruptive. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, that's exactly why I decided to build Handler for my business was because I knew that customers they do want the on-demand experience. They want to be able to whip out their app and just like they can call up an Uber or a massage on-demand, whatever they want, they just go to their app and then they can schedule it and know that they're coming, have that confirmation. They can get the check-in and check-out and pay automatically and GPS track their dog walkers. So, you know, I wanted to make sure that I stayed competitive with all these big companies that started popping up. And I actually had this idea, Handler, before I even knew about Dog Vacay and Rover and all these other ones. But the big difference and the reason why that I created Handler for small business owners is because I, as a small business owner, I knew that we needed to change. We needed to get with the program, get with the times, because this is what customers are demanding is this on-demand experience. So in order to compete with these big companies that have millions of dollars of funding and that have their fancy apps, now the small business owner can also have the same kind of mobile technology that these big players have, but because we're kind of crowdsourcing it, the business owners that are using Handler, they don't even have to pay up front for it or anything. So it's a way to get your hands on this mobile technology without paying a million dollars, which is what these huge companies are basically paying for, for the mobile technology platforms that they've created for all these independent people. And then the other really quick thing is, you know, they have all these people that are working for them on this platform as independent contractors. But like you said, you do get burned out and, you know, you can only do so much. And what do you do if you get hurt or get sick or God forbid, go on vacation? You're not going to be making money when you're not working. So, you know, you get to a point on these platforms where you get busier and busier and maybe you do have a lot of clients, but what do you do when you want to actually have your own business and have people come on to help you out and to work for you? And then, you know, these companies also, they have these contracts that you're not allowed to take clients off the platform and that it's like a gray area when these people start their own business. Now they have their clients on the platform and clients off the platform, but then how do they manage all of those clients that are off the platform? Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material 
at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today, www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR-PETSITTER for 10% off. So I see like on one point, we have this sector that's growing and exploding of on-demand service. And then we've got the professionals that are sitting here still chugging along professionally or independently. And we see this gap. So there's kind of almost like a life cycle that I'm seeing happening and a shift in the paradigm is growing further and further away from each other with this gap now creating in the middle. I do. I, I actually talked to someone on one of those websites this morning and she was saying, you know, I really want to break out. I want to, in six months, I want to start hiring my own employees. I'm super busy on this app, but she was charging $24 a night. And I was like, girlfriend, if you want to have employees, you need to stop what you're doing right now. And you need to cancel all those appointments if you're allowed to. And you need to focus your business, your time and energy on growing a business that's going to be sustainable and scalable. And that's just not possible at $24 a night, right? You and I know that. So it really is for, and this is true at any stage in business. I think the more that a person can define exactly who they want to be in the marketplace, then they can accurately attract the right kind of people or end up in the right kind of bucket, if you will, you know? But those people that are kind of phasing off of these website apps, they're wondering, okay, how do I do this on my own? And Handler has come in as like a pretty cool bridge to that gap where you're still kind of using the same type of technology that you're used to, but now you own it and you're in control of it. Or they might go the other way where they just want a full-fledged business, business software, and become an independent company. And, you know, maybe they're not in a city where Handler really thrives. You know, maybe they're more rural or suburb or not a very techie kind of area, you know, and they can start their own business and run it themselves and how they want it. So I think overall, Britt, the industry is changing. It's evolving. My argument is that we all started somewhere, you know. I used to post flyers on our mailboxes <laughs> when I first started out. If there was something like Rover or Dog Vacay, I'm sure I would have enlisted on it, you know. Like, that was just my mentality. I was a hustler. But nowadays, we have so many different options, and I think it's important to understand what these options mean for us and our business, both directly and indirectly. So this is a good debate. I mean, there's, there's so many different sides of looking at it. And I love how you've seen this paradigm kind of go further apart and make this space for Handler. Admittedly, it was kind of a hard concept for me to understand at first. But after talking to you and getting with you a little bit more, I kind of started understanding how it really is very unique. There's nothing else that solves the problems that you do out on the market. And it's not a website app, but it's not completely independent. It's somewhere in the middle there. And I would encourage any of our listeners to go to handler, H-A-N-D-L-R.com backslash pet sitters with an S to learn more, get more information. But I feel like I just did a filibuster. Britt, step in here, girl. Tell me what I missed. <laughs> and it's myhandler.com, M-Y-H-E-N-D-L-R.com, and then backslash pet sitters. 
with us. And that's the thing is that we really believe in small business owners because I'm a small business owner and because I think that small business owners don't have the access to the same mobile technology that these huge heavy hitters have. And, you know, the thing is, is that with Dogs Energy, I really, really wanted to have an app for my dog walkers or my customers. And I wanted to have a dashboard for my business that are all connected. And the thing is, is that there's just no way that I could have afforded to build this type of platform just for my small business. It's just too astronomically expensive. So that's why I thought, well, what if I didn't just build it for my business? What if I built it so that other small businesses could use it too and run their company with these on-demand apps and be able to plug into it with their own service price list, with their own dog walkers, their own customers, and just be up and running within less than an hour and be able to give their customers the most premium on-demand experience. So that's why I decided to open up to other small business owners. And I really believe in people having autonomy and being able to grow their business as big as they want to, hire as many people as they want to, be as big as Wagzini, Rover, or whatever, using Handler and being their own business. So that's kind of where it came from. <laughs> Well, all I gotta say is I am very happy that I live in America where we can just do this. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. And the only person that is standing in our way is our own self and our own self doubt. I mean, you could do anything you want. I have a poop scooping company that picks up my dog's poop every two weeks. And that man makes over six figures having two people work for him and did that within a year. Picking up poop and making money. I mean, you can do anything you want, and it all starts and stops with you. You, our listeners right now, everything starts and stops with you. You have that dream. You want to do something. Figure out where you want to be and and work backwards and figure out how you have to get there. That's how Britt did it. I mean, Britt, I can't even imagine how many times people told you, that's not going to (laughs) work. You know, (laughs) and look at you now, girl. I mean, Seriously, to anyone listening, if you take one thing from this, things are only a debate if you let them be a debate. And there's enough for everyone. And all the customers aren't the same. I think we're doing our customers a severe disservice thinking that everybody just wants the cheapest option. Because it doesn't matter how much money you have in your bank account. We are not selling widgets. We are selling guilt-free pet care. We will take your guilt away by giving you peace of mind. And there's many different ways to achieve that. So at that, we're approaching our end time here. Britt, is there anything else that we missed or that you'd like to add in here before we go? No, I mean, I think you summed it up perfectly well. And let's just take the first step and believe in yourself and make it happen. And, you know, if anybody has any questions for me, you can reach me at Britt, B-R-I-T-T, at myhandler.com, M-Y-H-A-N-D-L-R.com. And I'd be happy to answer any questions you have about, you know, taking that first step. And Bella, you are an amazing resource. I really encourage everyone to reach out to Bella and work with her because she can really be that person to hold your hand and help you get to that next level because it can be scary. But if somebody is there to help you through it to get to that next step, it's just so much easier. Absolutely. I totally agree. And thanks for that, Britt. I appreciate that. All right, to everyone listening, you can check us out on Stitcher or iTunes. Just search for Bella in your business. 
please, 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 I'm on my knees begging you, subscribe, like, and comment on these podcasts. It will help us tremendously, and I will forever be in debt with you. If you'd like to check out anything else, go to facebook.com backslash jumpconsulting. Hang out with me there. Get in some of my private Facebook groups. And, of course, the website, jumpconsulting.net. Y'all have a great day. And remember, always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.